When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. ...head out of bounds, so that's not what Mohawk was hoping for there. So some options for Upper Sandusky and how they decide to deal with that. Time for a Quest Federal Credit Union starting lineup for you for Upper Sandusky, the quarterback... Caden Holman, running backs, Aiden Gallon, Noah Hale. We'll see Carson Barrows and Lane Montgomery. Gage Fry remains out with injury. Receivers, Zach Schaefer, Gavin Fry, Evan Hill. We'll also see Darren Bigler and Brady Hart. And on the line, Aaron Flowers, Braxton Johnston, DJ Goulding, Creighton Morton, and Cameron Vince. So it is Zipper Sandusky starting things off from their own 35-yard line. First and 10. The quarterback, Holman, from the pistol look. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Holman has the snap, hands it off to the tailback, and he's stopped at about the 37-yard line. So Carson Barrows is the one getting that first carry for Upper Sandusky. Pickup of two. Barrows comes in, averaging six yards a carry. That was only his fifth carry of the season, though, so very young season for him, but looks like he had some uh, good reps and is getting in there for the start. Second tail, hand eight. They fake it to him, and they go into Braden Chester, and Chester across the 45-yard line. That's good for the first down. First down this season brought to you by Matthew Chevrolet, reminding you that you can shop in your PJs at MatthewChevy.com. 11-yard pickup on the first pass completion for Caden Holman. Chester. Makes it first to 10 from the 46. Oh, and we are going to get a full start on the offense. That's what Coach talked about in the pregame. Don't shoot yourself once you start moving the ball. Yeah, that's exactly right. Definitely got to watch out for that. So ball placed at the 40-yard line at uh, Upper Sandusky 4, Upper Sandusky first drive of this game. Holman again from the pistol, has the snap, goes to Barrows, heads to the right side, wrapped up right at the line. Kyle Stilperger was on him at the 42-yard uh, line. Kept the feet moving, kept his shoulders. He spun, made a spin move and got his shoulders squared around again. Picked up two where it looked like he was going to have a, about a one or two yard loss. Yeah, that's the key, right? You never give up on those plays. Yeah, he's certainly showing that type of ability early. So second, second down. long, they bring in their receiver package, five wideouts. From the gun, it's Holman. We're seeing some movement at the line. Yep. And that's going to be encroachment, it does appear, on Mohawk. So we're going to give up five yards right there. Puts the ball at the 47-yard line. Still second down. Holman from the gun, trips to the left, has the snap, waist high, steps back, fires the throw to the right side, and uh, incomplete looking for Evan Hill. 
just could not hold on to that football over there on the sideline around the 35-yard line. Zayden Fry on the coverage there had him wrapped up pretty tight. The quarterback making a good throw there, making sure Fry didn't come up with the interception there, but just a little too low for his receiver to be able to get his hands under. So sets up third down and nine, 47-yard line. Upper Sandusky first drive of the game in their own territory. Snap back to Holman. Oh, he's in some trouble with Barr chasing him. And the pass up, deflected, popped to the air. Oh, and it falls to the field. Incomplete. Almost a chance for Imshoff. But uh, Ryan Imshoff could not quite bring it in. But nonetheless, it is for down for Upper Sandusky. Kane Heyman doing a real nice job coming up on that ball. He made a nice move. You'll see him practice that uh, on the practice field and before games where they just drop back and then move forward as soon as that ball's in the air. And he did a nice job tipping that up. Almost gave his team a turnover. All right, so on the punt, Caden Holman sends it skywards toward the 40-yard line, bouncing back toward the 35. Stopped at the 36, so now it is the Mohawk Warriors coming out. I'll give you a Crescent Federal Credit Union starting lineup for Mohawk. The quarterback, Nathan Gary, the running back to Zayden Fry, Colin Barth. We'll also see Jace Markroff, the receivers, Kane Heyman, Trevor Johnson, also some Nick Golig, tight end Alex Tyson on the line, Jacob Byers, Ryan Imshoff, Evan Cordell, Kobe Butler, and Kyle Stillberger. Only a 17-yard kick there. Excellent starting position for the Mohawk Warriors. From the 36-yard line, first drive for Mohawk. Snap is back to Gary. Has plenty of time. Lost one up in the field looking for Heyman. Oh, and it is picked off. An interception for Zach Schaefer at the 30-yard line. One-on-one right there. And Schaefer, who's a receiver in his own right, showing his strong ability as a defensive back for upper Sandusky. Schaefer made a real nice catch there. Had to go up high for that one. Nathan Gary, interception number six on the year. He's got three touchdowns and six interceptions. So that's definitely not what Mohawk wanted to start this game. But Upper Sandusky will hopefully take advantage. First and 10 from the 32-yard line. Certainly what the home fans would like to see. What in motion it is Chester. Holman has the snap, weighs high. Hands it off, Barrows wrapped up immediately by Stillberger right at the 30-yard line. Got some help from Margroff, but Kyle Stillberger, a nice start to this game defensively for Mohawk. No gain on the play, second down and 10. Stillberger with 17 tackles coming into the ball game, including uh, four for loss and a, one sack on the season. Makes a second down and 10, 32-yard line. Shaka snap back to Holman, throws it over on the right side, and that one overshoots the receiver, Evan Hill, in coverage that time. And Nathan Geary. So third and long. That's one of the things that uh, we know from Upper Sandusky. You want to be balanced offensively. They're not just going to run the ball, even though they're good at that. They're going to get it up there and throw it. So third down and 10, 32-yard line. Holman takes the snap, has the protection, lets it fly, caught by Schaefer near the 45-yard line. And that's going to be enough for the Matthews Chevrolet. First down, Schaefer. One of those receivers with good size, excellent hands, and knows how to run those routes. No huddle. They're going to a hurry-up offense here, just waiting for the ball to get set. The line's already up there. 11-yard pickup. 
Hersand 10, 43-yard line, still on their own side of the field. Upper Sandusky right back to home in the quarterback, setting up for Schaefer again. And he tries to get to midfield, cut short. We saw Bryce Hannum was over there and Alex Tice with that stop for the Mohawk Warriors at the 48-yard line, or making the 49-yard line. Schaefer comes into the game, couple of touchdowns, 14.9 yards perception, 17 on two catches here tonight. Second and four from the 49, right back to Holman, hands it off to Lane Montgomery, wrapped up from behind by Alex Tice. They'll stop to right near the line of scrimmage. Looks like no game. Third and four from the 49. Still on their own side of the field. Upper Sandusky, no score. Second drive for the Rams tonight in this first quarter. Snap back to Holman. Goes to his right. It's high, and it's off the hands of Evan Hill. Falls incomplete. So they were not able to reach the line of the game. Brings on fourth down for Upper Sandusky. Nathan Geary, good coverage there, along with Kane Heyman. Not much room to get that ball in there. Had to throw it up high and hope his receiver came down for it. All right, so with 8-13 remaining in the first quarter, we get a second punt for Kane Holman. Upper Sandusky sending back. Zayden Fry does not touch it. There's some contact. Did it touch Kane Heyman? It looked like it was landed on by Hart. So they say it was not touched. So it will remain Mohawk ball. Long field upcoming for the Warriors. But he didn't touch it, so they'll take the possession. Well, they say he didn't touch it. <laughs> clearly, a lot of Upper Sandusky fans do not believe. Big break. Nice punt there by uh, Holman, though. First down and 10 from the 10-yard uh, line. We're running here with Nathan Geary. Cuts inside and then brought down by Barrows at the 25-yard line. So, uh, yeah, clearly enough for a Matthew Chevrolet first down. That was an impressive play there for Geary. Very nice run up the middle. Blockers doing an excellent job. Uh, it wasn't anything too fancy, just an off-tackle play, but they made a hole and he found some room. They come a 14 there, so first and 10, 25-yard line. Gary hands it off to Colin Barth, and he's hit by Lane Montgomery. Give him forward progress, maybe a yard, second and nine. Still just a yard on that gain. You do wonder, uh, yeah, with the turnover early for Mohawk, yes, yeah, how did they just get that out of their heads and uh, play their game? Second down. And nine, 26-yard line, right back to Gary, sends it out to Zayden Fry, comes across the 30-yard line, 35-40, 45-yard line, sends a tackle, goes to midfield to the 45, up to the 40, all the way to the 35 before he's finally brought down. What a play for Zayden Fry. He is so electric. That's one of the things that his head coach, Eric Daniel, was talking about. Absolutely 
tremendous play right there. Give him 24 plus another 14, 38 yards on that pass reception. That is it. You nailed it there. So here we go. First and 10. Mohawk clearly a business now. From the gun, quarterback Gary takes it and just runs immediately. Twisted around and then goes down. Looks like it was Lane Montgomery and Carson Perros over there defensively for Upper Sandusky. Just nowhere to go. I'm not sure if there was a missed blocking assignment. Uh, he had defenders back in the backfield almost as soon as he got the ball. All right, makes it second to down. And 11, the 37-yard line, and they directly snap it to Zayden Fry, cuts to the right side, being chased. He comes to the 30, cuts in, and then Montgomery is able to hold on to him and bring him down with some help from Carson Stompall right at the 30-yard line. Nice little eight-yard pickup. Good job over on the right side. Tight end doing a nice job blocking over there and also the wide out. Second and, or excuse me, third and three. Yeah, right. <laughs> third and three from the 29-yard line. The Warriors uh, in their huddle. They clap out of it and break it. On the near side, the receiver, Kane Heyman, couple receivers over to the left of the formation. They direct snap it to Barth on the run to the left side, and he's still moving before finally brought down by Zach Schaefer. But uh, he got enough for the Matthew Chevrolet first down. Well done for Colin Barr. Looked like he was going to be stopped in the backfield again and made a nice little juke, uh, kicked it to the outside and found a little bit of running room, just enough for the first down. First and 10, 23-yard line in Upper Sandusky territory. Mohawk with the ball first quarter. No score. High snap handled by the quarterback. Hands off to Barth, but this time there's no running room. Colin Bills over there to make the initial hit for Upper Sandusky. Got some help from Aaron Flowers. No gain. Second down. So we are under five minutes to play. In the first quarter, no points on the board as of yet. Mohawk trying to change that situation here. Second down at 10. 23-yard line in upper territory. Three receivers in the right of formation. Geary has the snap, gives it up to Fry, and immediately blown up. Stomp was in there. And then helping him to clean up was Montgomery. Yes, indeed. Carson Stompaw, he's got a nose for the football. And this one of the things that the coaches talk about, got to be physical out there. He's definitely showing that attitude tonight. So here we go. Third down at 15, 28-yard line. Under four to play, first quarter, no score. Mohawk with the ball on the move, but it's stalled for a couple of plays. Then the shotgun snap to Geary, has a little bit of protection, a pass a bit wobbly downfield, incomplete, was looking for Fry, and Schaefer was there in coverage for Upper Sandusky. Schaefer is one that had the greatest chance at that one, but it looks like uh, they'll probably go for it here on fourth down. They're kind of in the middle of 
no man's land, too close or too far from a field goal try. And you really don't like to go for it on fourth and 15, but on this side of the field, they're going to take their chances. See what you can come up with, absolutely. Yeah, and that uh, part of the field, like you said, I, I think that makes all the sense in the world. So here we go, fourth down to 15. 28-yard line in upper territory. Mohawk with the ball. Snap is a clean one. Oh, but falling down. Gary, but he's able to get up. Knee did his hit. knee go down? His knee was down. It did. So they will turn it over on down. Wow. 36-yard line. Yeah, there wasn't any problem with the snap that I saw. It just uh, his foot got, it, it, it slipped on the uh, grass. And, yeah, that's unfortunate for Mohawk, but uh, upper Sandusky certainly will take that. So taking over on downs, 3.35 to go, no score in this one. First and 10, 36-yard line, upper Sandusky with the football. Three receivers to the left, two to the right, so sprint it out, quarterback alone in the gun. Holman in the pass, oh, deflected. What a play. Wow, Nathan Gary jumping in there. It appeared that, yeah, the intended receiver was Evan Hill, but uh, wow. He was just about horizontal when he knocked that ball loose with the right hand. Nathan Geary, senior, is definitely an athlete out there. He showed it there. Oh, wow. All right, second down at 10, 36-yard line. Three receivers to the right of the formation this time. The near side receiver is Schaefer. The quarterback, Holman, from the gun, has the snap. It's a low one, but he handles it. Looks to the right, lets it go. Oh, it's picked up by Geary. Nathan Geary for Mohawk, heading toward the 10-yard line as he is brought down. So Gary, he throws a pick, but then he comes up with a pick. The help matters for the Mohawk Warriors. So they will start things off here in the first National Bank of Sycamore red zone. 38-yard interception return, and I was just thinking right before that play, he just doesn't take a play off. He plays hard every single play. We saw that uh, last week. No question about it, so here we go. From the eight, first and goal, Mohawk trying to get the first points of this game. Snap is directly going to Fry, weaves in and stops shy of the goal. Zach Schaefer over there defensively, but yeah. Mohawk definitely getting close. That's one of the things that uh, they talk about is when you get this close, you got to finish the drive. Fry comes in 218 yards on the ground, we and we've got a Mohawk timeout, so we'll tell you a little bit more about that after this timeout on Magic 95.9. Brought to you by the door guy. I'm Dan Reed of the Reed Insurance Agency in Upper Sandusky, your local Grange independent agent with Grange Insurance. Buying insurance has never been easier. Get the personalized attention you expect and the choices you deserve with coverage tailor-made for your needs. See the difference an independent agent makes with the Reed Insurance Agency. Call us at 419-294-4890 to find out more. Policy and coverage not available in all states. Kaler Drug Company, home of the Kaler Stadium, is... On the run, but not able to break free there. So 
no gain on that one. Yeah, Carson Albin of Upper Sandusky able to make the tackle. So still no score. 2.25 to go first quarter. Starting to say Zayden Fry is 218 yards heading into this ball game, averaging 7.5 a carry. He's got a couple of touchdowns on the season. He would love to get a third one here. So they snap it back to Gary rushing. It breaks a tackle for Montgomery, but cut down. Shy of the goal line. Gary could not get in. He made one heck of an effort there. Got maybe a yard and a half. Looks like it's going to be fourth and goal from the two. Gary's got two touchdowns on the season. All right, let's see how they work it here. Fourth and goal. And uh, were they waving this one? Oh, yeah, so we're going to get a timeout called by Upper Sandusky. So we'll take the timeout, 124 to go in the first quarter. Nothing to nothing. Upper Sandusky, Bohawk, God Magic, 95-9. All right, we got fourth and goal from the three for the Mohawk Warriors. Snap is back. Fry looks up, throws toward the end. Oh, I don't, yeah, he did not catch it. Oh, it was going to Gary, and he just could not hold on to the ball in the end zone. Ouch. So that is a turnover on Dowds. It was right there. Just could not get him. Trying a little trickery, perhaps, there. Zayden Fry only had one pass on the year, so you're thinking, you know, direct snap to Fry, let him run it, and uh, they had Gary as the wide out there, and just incomplete. The pass was on target, just couldn't hang on. Long field now for Upper Sandusky. Yeah, from their own two-yard line. Quarterback Holman takes a snap, hands off to Montgomery, and multiple Warriors are on top of them there to break him down. And it looks like the penalty is going to be against the offense. Colin Barth was the man on the bottom of that pile, but as you mentioned, the penalty will... Move it back half the distance, or do you just, with no gain, do you just decline it? I mean, it's only going to be a yard difference. I would go ahead and decline it here. Certainly could do that, yeah, right? Unless it's a procedure where they don't get the option. It is a procedure, so. So that's oh, exactly as you okay. uh, suspected. Yeah, just uh, accept the result. Bring it on to second down. And the officials discussing something here. I have no idea if they're discussing the spot of the ball, maybe. That may be, yeah, because yep, he just sort of moved it. Oh, because <laughs> they, they, had, they had marked off the one of the two yards. <laughs> and so now it's back on the two. Second down, they had 10, two-yard line, and right back to Montgomery on the handoff, and just no room right there. I saw uh, Kobe uh, Butler in there. Yep, Colin Barth also helping on that one. 
Yeah, Barth, Barth is smelling blood this close to the goal line. They would oh, love to get a you. safety to have the defense uh, put the first points on the board. So it should be third down. There we go, third and 10. From the two. See if they two on this third and 10 play. Quarterback has it home and from his own end zone is caught by Hill. Or Gavin Fry, rather, I beg your pardon. Fry stretching it out toward the 15-yard line. Just enough for that first wow. down. It looks like they'll spot him on uh, 13 or 14. 14 is where it finally goes down. So 11-yard pickup, and they really needed that one to give themselves a little breathing room. That's exactly right. So first and 10, 14-yard line. Upper Sandusky There's still no score in this game. They got the football. And on a run attack at the line for Mohawk, all over it to stop that play. There's absolutely nowhere to go for Lee Montgomery. Ryan Emshoff on the bottom there. Stillberger also helping out. It's a loss of one, second down and 11. Second and 11 for Upper Sandusky. Couple of receivers to the right, two to the left. From the gun, the quarterback Holman has a quick release over to Braden Chester to catch that comes inside towards the 20-yard line. Puts on the move, and then gets hit around the 25-yard line. Nathan Carey, and he was able to spill forward for even two more yards right there. That is the Matthew Chevrolet first down. 13-yard pickup on that play, and you called it. That was just a sweet move. That's the end of the first quarter. We've got no score here at the home of the Rams in Upper Sandusky, Mohawk and Upper Sandusky. We'll bring you back for the start of the second quarter, week number four action. It's our Matthew Chevrolet Game of the Week on Magic 95.9. So Braden Chester on the kickoff to Mohawk, tracked down by Kane Heyman, inside the 10-yard line, driven down by Leigh Montgomery and Carson's tall ball. It's about to be a long field for the Mohawk Warriors who are now trailing for the first time after the touchdown connection between Caden Holman and Zach Schaefer, 73 yards, capping off a 98-yard Sunshine Insurance Agency scoring drive that started in the first quarter. As you mentioned, 98 yards backed up against their own end zone and uh, able to get it out, get a little breathing room, and then a couple of big plays, 13-yarder for a first down on a third down play, and then the big strike for 73 yards. First and 10 from the 10, they give it up to Colin Barth for Mohawk. He's able to squeeze his way through for about three yards. However you could do it, that's what you gotta do out there. And Barth, he always gets high marks, it seems, uh, from the coaches for his effort, his intensity, his attention to detail. We know he plays both sides of the football. He's the leading tackler for the team on defense. So second down and seven. From the 13-yard uh, line, quarterback takes a snap. Gary running to the right, holds onto the ball. And he is leveled at the 20-yard line. So it's right there. See if they move those sticks. It looks like they should. And they will for the Matthew Chevrolet first down to the 20-yard line. 20 yards on five carries now for Gary. And as you mentioned, Toby Platt doing the leveling there. Uh, he was stopped by his other teammates, and Platt came through and 
knocked him down. Let's see if he's got any cobwebs on this next play. First and 10 from the 20. It's the second quarter. Upper Sandusky has the 7-0 lead. Mohawk with the ball. Snapping directly to Barth. And multiple Rams are able to get on top of them there, including DJ Goulding and Aaron Flowers. Saw them both over there at the 25-yard line. So ball marked at the 24-yard line. So gain of four yards there, 9.15 to go in the second quarter. Upper Sandusky on defense leading it 7 to nothing. Mohawk trying to answer on the 24-yard line, second and six. Two receivers to the right. Quarterback takes it from the gun. Hands it off, and then they go with the reverse and the option pass. And they go to Heyman from Hannum, and Heyman's able to pull out a move after the catch. And then the ball comes out afterwards, but he was down. Here at the 32-yard line. Upper Sandusky is trying to get that ball back, but what a play right there. As Bryce Hannum on the option was able to get that ball downfield to Kane Heyman. And wow, huge play. Yeah, 34-yard game. My goodness, so up to the... 32-yard line. Actually had 43 yards on that pickup. 43, okay. If my math is correct. So from the 32-yard uh, line. And the quarterback, oh, they just go directly to Fry, and he cuts outside. The Rams are hanging on, but not before he gets to the 10-yard line. 23-yard pickup on that play, so big chunks happening here for Mohawk. Well, they do spot him on the 10-yard line. Originally, I thought it was the 9. So we're in the first National Bank of Sycamore red zone. Mohawk trying to get the answer to the upper touchdown. It's currently 7 to nothing. upper Sandusky. Mohawk with the ball. First and goal from the 10-yard line. Two receivers to the right of the formation. Directly they go to Barth. He catches. He runs left. Now he goes right. Gets away from Barrows. Gets away from Montgomery. And then makes it up to about the 7-yard line, it appears. A lot of work right there. Was able to pick up three. A very hard-fought three. That was a high snap. He was lucky to come down with it. Nearly sailed over his head. But he did, and he was able to make a move to get to the outside because the middle was collapsing around him. Yeah, so yeah, they have spotted the ball at the six-yard line, so give him four right there. 7.25 remaining in the first half. Second and goal, high snap right back to Barr, tries to burrow through, but stops just inside the five-yard line. 16 yards, six carries, 7.05 to go. Mohawk trailing the Upper Sandusky Rams, seven to nothing, second quarter action. Third and six. Third and goal, really. From, well, it should be It looks like at the four, yeah, four. there you go. I'm looking up at the scoreboard instead of uh, my eyes. <laughs> so timeout, maybe? I yep. didn't see the signal there, but uh, okay. That's so why yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> there we go. Now <laughs> they're just signaling the uh, timeout. 
Brought to you by the Door Guys. So close. We'll keep it here this time. 6.39 to go until halftime. Mohawk Warriors certainly want to get those points. The anticipation coming into this game was that this would be a highly competitive one. And we know that Mohawk played two very tough opponents in Hopewell, Loudon, and Gibsonburg. And obviously the Chieftains and Golden Bears came out with those. So those two teams are still undefeated overall. Mohawk had the strong start to the season against Stephen Calvert. So Mohawk is one and two. Upper Sandusky is also one and two. Yeah, previous years, you might say, oh, two losses, you know, both teams coming into week three, you know, but uh, we've got uh, expanded playoffs this year. So uh, both teams looking, you know, hey, if we can win this one, you know, we've got it. We've still got a shot. So an eight and two record is not going to necessarily eliminate you from the playoffs. There you go. All right. So they are back out on the field. Let's see. Looks like they're going to have three receivers in the pattern, and Geary and Barth in the backfield. Third and goal from the fourth. Right back to Gary. A little fade around toward the end zone and batted down incomplete, trying to get it to Bryce Hannum. But some good defense right there for Ethan Hill, the sophomore defensive back for the Rams. Now they were trying to give Bryce Hannum a shot to clear the table that he set up with that big, long 43-yard pass play. That was, by the way, his first pass of the year and a big one, a 43-yard completion, setting up this hopeful scoring drive for the Mohawk Warriors. Yeah, Briggs on fourth and goal. From the four, they are looking to fight here. Snap is back to Gary. Oh, he's in some trouble. Eludes the rush. The pass. Oh, it's picked off by Montgomery. Lane Montgomery ends the threat. Makes the interception right at the 10-yard line. So Upper Sandusky definitely pleased that they were able to stop Mohawk from getting some points. And it is the second pick of the night for Gary and Mohawk. And that really hurts. They just had a long scoring, potential scoring drive stopped on the other end at the two yard line. And now here they're inside the five again and another drive stopped. First and 10 from the 10 upper Sandusky still with the seven to nothing lead handoff to Barrows off the snap and Stillberger is on him and forces him down to the turf. Trevor Johnson, first man to hit there. Nice play by him, stuffing things up the middle. Second and 10. So we head toward the six minute mark and counting down of the second quarter. All right, we'll see what they do with this second down and 10 play. Upper Sandusky with the lead from the gun. The quarterback, Holman, he sends Chester and Merton. Holman has the snap, hands it off to Barrows, and he's tackled. Right near the line. May have picked up a yard or two, but uh, yeah, tough sledding right there. <laughs> no downhill slope. That might be the reason. There you go. <laughs> Five and a half remaining until halftime.
Third down and eight. For, oh, and it over drops the ball, picks it up. Barth is on him and brings him down. Right around the five-yard line. So big loss that time for Upper Sandusky. Yeah, I have no idea what happened there. He was dropping back to pass and just totally lost the handle on the ball. He wasn't cocking it or anything else. It just slipped out of both of his hands. He's fortunate uh, to get the ball back, so an opportunity for him to punt it here. And he does from his own end zone. It's up in the air, but should be good field position for Mohawk. Bounces at the 35 and heads back toward the 40-yard line where it comes to a rest and picked up by Brady Hart for Upper Sandusky. Haven't had any big temperature drop or anything like that, so you wouldn't think that there'd be a wet surface out there at all. So just uh, inex inexplicable what happened on that last play there, unfortunately for Upper Sandusky, thwarting a drive and then not much of a kick to get it out of there. So Mohawk trailing at seven to nothing, 426 to go. In the second quarter with the football, 40-yard line in upper territory. Snap is back to Zayden Fry. And he gets away from Goldie, and now he comes to the right side. And he's off to the races to the 20, toward the 15, to the 10, and inside the 10. Zayden Fry, when you need something, and you're the Mohawk Warriors, you got to get that man the football. Another 30-yard pickup. Uh, he's all, all the way up to 64 yards on the night. That's just five carries. So, yeah, you mentioned his explosiveness. And even on that drive, it looks like he stopped around the 15, and then he makes another couple moves and gets another six yards. Matthew Chevrolet first down in the first National Bank of Sycamore red zone. Nine-yard line, first and goal, Mohawk. High snap handled by Fry. Cuts inside, looks for room, and... See where they stopped him. Looks like about the four-yard line, yes, just inside the, the five. Well, we'll see if the third time's the charge for yeah. the Mohawk Warriors. They exactly. Been, they've been able to move the ball effectively. They just have not been able to cross pay dirt. Third and goal from the four. Mohawk trying to get the score tied. Trailing at 7 2 nothing. Snap is back to Fry. Zayden on the run right side and got in for the touchdown. Four yard score for Zayden Fry, his third rushing touchdown of the season. And they're a point away from leveling this game. Touchdown brought to you by the First National Bank of Sycamore. Score a touchdown for all your banking with First National Bank of Sycamore. Well, Mohawk really needed that one with 3.07 to go. And Upper Sandusky uh, doing a very good job on defense so far tonight. This time uh, the defense finally cracks. The freshman Kane Heyman, he's been reliable with the extra points. Snap is down, kick is up, and it is good to tie the score. <laughs> the capping off that 40-yard Sunshine Insurance Agency scoring drive. So on the Nathan Heisman State Farm scoreboard, we're all tied. Upper Sandusky 7, now Mohawk 7, 3.07 to go until halftime. This is a good one. High school football, week four of Magic 95.9.
score now tied at seven. Mohawk and Upper Sandusky. The Warriors getting the touchdown four-yard run for Zayden Fries. It'll kick off the ball 3.07 to go until halftime. See if they try any trickery here or if they just boot it away. I just boots it away. And we'll get a return from Evan Hill. Comes out towards the 20-yard line, tries to change direction. And I think it was Mulholland who had nothing of it right there. It absolutely was Braylon Mulholland, the freshman on special teams, making a nice play. Clogging things up over there too, Evan Cordell. He made him switch direction there, as you mentioned. So good job, uh, good coverage there, maintaining their lanes and putting them back pretty deep. 81 yards from the goal line. Three minutes left in the ball game, 7-7 tie here in Upper Sandusky. Upper Sandusky with the ball. First and 10, 19-yard line score tied, as you noted. In motion is Chester. Snap back to Holman. Oh, and then he fakes the handoff. Holman out to the 20-yard line, 25 on the near side, 30-yard line. Knocked down around the 35. We'll see where the official places that ball, but a nice job there on the option for Caden Holman and the Matthew Chevrolet first down for Upper Sandusky. Really good misdirection. I think half of the defense still thought uh, the running back had the ball, and they were they were back there. Nobody was moving. Nobody realized that that fake had occurred. 17-yard pickup. First and 10 from the 36. Home in the best. Oh, deflected by Ties defensively for Mohawk. Then the ball then falls harmlessly incomplete, but that could have been danger. Now they know he's going to pass it an awful lot, and that time they were ready and that uh, they must have been working on tip drills this week because they have tipped several balls and been able to knock them away. Uh, been doing a really nice job with that on defense, all the corners and uh, outside linebackers like Tice there. Second and 10, 36-yard line, and Holman again on the fake. Run to the left side to the 35-yard line, and then stops short of the 40-yard line. Colin Barth over there to make that tackle for the Mohawk Warriors. Third and seven, no huddle. Going with the hurry up offense here with just 221 to go. First half action, tie score. From the 39, that third and seven. And this time in motion, it's Gavin Fry. High step bobbled by Holman. Oh, he's in trouble and sacked by Barth. Colin Barth just blasts through and takes him down around the 30-yard line. He went in untouched. He was back there almost as fast as the ball. That bobble was all it took for him to be on top of him. And then we get a Mohawk timeout. Okay. I believe so. They're trying to get the lead here with 2.03 left. Uh, they're hoping that uh, Upper Sandusky is, has another short kick. All right. So we'll take the break as well. Timeout brought to you by the door guys. 2.03 to go. Second quarter tied 7 to 7. Upper Sandusky and Mohawk. Out Magic 95 9. High school football, Magic 95-9, 1.53 to go until halftime score tied seven apiece. Mohawk and Upper Sandusky, Mohawk with the football after a punt from Caden Holman. 31-yarder, so decent field position, 34-yard line. First Mohawk. and 10, as they sit out to the left side, ball falls incomplete, trying to get it to Zayden Fry. Gary. It does stop that clock at 148. Of course, coming up at halftime, we'll have a Regents Agency halftime show. 
Scores from around the area, stats from this game. And the feature tonight in high school football. Second down and 10, 34-yard line. Mohawk with the ball. Gary has the snap, rolls to the right, looks up, tucks it, runs it, breaks through a tackle, brought down at the 41. Some nice moves there. I thought he might get sacked for a moment. Uh, couldn't see any receivers open. Good secondary coverage there. And some miscommunication. Too many men on the field. Unless they called a timeout, they did. Got the timeout in. Good coaching job there. All right, so we'll take the opportunity as well. 140 to go until halftime. Upper Sandusky 7, Mohawk 7. It's high school football. Law Magic 95-9. Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. We bring you back from the timeout, brought to you by the door guys. Mohawk not able to get to the line of gain on the third town. So it's now fourth town from about the 42. Got to get to the 44 yard lines. I need a couple of yards here. Got a couple of receivers on the left of the formation. The one on the far side is Kane Heyman. That's five seconds on the play clock. Maybe they're just going to let it tick down and call a timeout or take the penalty and boot it away. Trying to leave as little time as possible left on the clock. 49 seconds in the first half. So that was the intentional penalty, just like the uh, free pass in baseball. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just take that delay game. They'll push it back. They'll... Put it away. Or so they would have us believe as Aiden Fry is the punter, so we will see what happens. 49 seconds remaining till halftime. There's Aiden Fry is able to get off the punt with the right foot. Got on and after Fry caught the ball and then immediately got hit. Excellent job, Nicholas Golick came down there and just leveled him with the outstretched arm. Right across the breastplate, nothing dirty about that. He just got him with the arm as soon as that ball was in his hands. That's the way you do it. Oh, no doubt. Just 42 seconds left for Upper Sandusky. Do you sit on it or do you trust the arm of your young quarterback? Oh, we'll see what they decide to do for the 33-yard line score tied at seven. Waiting moments of the second quarter, heading toward halftime. Holman has the snap, rolls to the right. He's got to put up a pass. Oh, almost intercepted. Downfield by Nicholas Golig. Golig again, yep. A couple nice plays back to back. He's a little bit slow getting up. Looks like he's going to try and stay in there. He is. So second and 10. 36 seconds remaining in the second quarter. From the 33, they'll take this second down and 10 play. Upper Sandusky score tied at seven points apiece. Holman, the quarterback, three receivers on the right side. And Fry, Chester, and Schaefer. And one receiver to the left. Quarterback has the snap, sends it over to Schaefer, catches at the 35, heads to the 40, and brought down around the 43. We see Nathan Gary was in there along with Ryan Imshoff and Bryce Hannum. 
Surprised they're not taking a timeout here, will they? Oh, they gave him first down. Is that right? They yeah. look short to me, yeah. We have an upper Sandusky timeout. It's a half yard shy at least, or a, a full yard. And, well, they got a first down out of it. Okay. So timeout still called for by Upper Sandusky. Upper Sandusky exactly calls for that timeout. 27 seconds remaining. Been a really good first half. I've enjoyed it. Uh, both uh, defenses have come up big at different occasions, but uh, a couple of turnovers. Uh, Mohawk turning the ball over a couple of times, and that has not been good for them. A, a critical turnover inside the, and then a turnover on downs uh, inside the five. Both of those plays inside the five-yard line. All right, so players are back out there. First and 10, 43-yard line. Upper Sandusky. Five receivers in the pattern if and when they get this off. Coach changing up the play at the last minute here. Hopefully everybody caught that. And Holman has the snap. Oh, chased by Stillberger. Tries to throw the ball, bounces up, and it falls incomplete. Trevor Johnson also in there putting pressure on the quarterback. I'm not 100% sure his arm was going forward there. That's what they ruled, but it looked to me like it was the force of the impact that knocked that ball out, and I did not see his arm moving forward from this angle. So very fortunate Upper Sandusky to hang on to the ball in that situation. Makes a second to hell and 10, 43-yard line. In five receivers going out, quarterback home and a quick release, and it's oh, dropped by Schaefer. Oh, my word, right at the 49-yard line. And, yeah, perhaps was thinking about the move because he is an excellent receiver. He normally doesn't drop that ball. Third and 10, 17 is the real enemy, though. 17 on the clock, that's the number of ticks left in the first half. Seven to seven tie, Upper Sandusky with the ball on their own 43. See what they do on third and 10. Four, five receivers going out, and the pass up, and this time it's caught by Schaefer. And he goes out of bounds, the 45-yard line. Matthew Chevrolet first down for Upper Sandusky. Smartly done, stopping that clock at 12 seconds. Yeah, they've spotted the ball at the 46-yard line. Perhaps a chance to take a couple of cracks here. We'll see the arm of Holman. Score tied at seven. Heading toward halftime. Holman with the snap. Gives it up to Fry. Gavin on the move. 45, 40, 35. And then knocked out of bounds shy of the 30-yard line. Looked like Jace Markov holds over there for Mohawk. Maybe he's Kane Heyman, actually. It was Heyman. So Matthew Chevrolet first down for Upper Sandusky. Only four seconds remaining until halftime. One chance. We'll see the arm of Holman. Most likely he's going to throw. Has the ball. Has a little protection. Unwinds. Let's it go downfield. It's got Bert Chester. Stretches down. And it's a touchdown. With no time remaining in the first half. Upper Sandusky gets it done with 32 yards. What a pass. He was wide open. I'm not sure 
There had to be a missed coverage there in the secondary. There wasn't anyone within 10 yards of him when he caught the ball. They closed, closed quickly, but not quickly enough. He was able to stretch out his arms and reach it across the goal line. So 32-yard touchdown pass play. Touchdown brought to you by First National Bank of Sycamore. Score a touchdown for all your banking with First National Bank of Sycamore. And Fernando Navatoke with the extra point. And it is good. What a conclusion right there to that 67-yard Sunshine Insurance Agency scoring drive. So as we hit halftime, it is Upper Sandusky going to the break with a touchdown lead. Wow, that was dramatic at the end. Absolutely incredible play. Uh, you never really think you're going to see that at the uh, end of a half like that or the end of a ball game. Uh, four seconds left on the clock, no time by the time the receiver even caught the ball. So if he didn't get in, that was the last play of the half, but he made it just enough with the outstretched arms. Nice job by Chester there. Super throw by the quarterback. Yeah, he's wide open, but sometimes you get a little too excited in those situations and overthrow it, and uh, he did not do that, the young quarterback having an excellent, excellent first half. We'll bring you some numbers in, in, during the halftime report. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll get you ready for that. Our halftime show brought to you by the Reinsurance Agency, insurance from a name you know and trust. As you mentioned, yeah, that gets you the scoring summary of those first half stats. I know you've been working hard on those, Jim. And, of course, we'll have a report from tonight in high school football. From our game at the half, it is Upper Sandusky 14. Mohawk 7 on our Nathan Heisman State Farm scoreboard. It is time for a halftime show for high school football on Magic 95-9. Braden Chester kicks it off, and it dribbles towards the 10, and it does go out of bounds. So we've had a little bit of that going on. Gives them some options. Usually uh, that's what it is. It'll just take it from the 35-yard line. Yeah, quite a, quite a first half, very entertaining game. Uh, we had hoped it would be a very competitive, entertaining game, and we've gotten just that. So stay tuned for the rest of this one. We've got a timeout on the field. We're going to kick it over again? What's that? Yeah, they, so that they do have that option. So uh, a lot of times they just take it 25 yards in front of the free kick line, which would be the 35-yard line, but they don't have to do that. They could have them, the have them kick it again. Another option is to uh, take a five-yard penalty from the spot where the ball went out of bounds, but that would make no sense to, based on where it went out of bounds there. So, yeah, this, this sometimes does happen. So here we go. So instead of kicking it off from the 40, it's going to be from the 35 for Mr. Chester. Chester with a real nice first half. Certainly did. And now tracking it back. Yeah, that one stayed in from the 5 to 10, 15, 25. And it's seen Fry across the 35-yard line. Oh, with a burst of speed. Satan Fry making things difficult on Upper Sandusky special team. Jacob Halter with the stop, but there is some laundry back on the 25-yard line. And it's going to be holding, holding so that yeah. will bring that back. And I believe they'll take it from the spot of the foul in high school football. 
Well, yeah, yeah, they assess the penalty from the spot, 10 yards. That's exactly it. So that will end up costing them 10-yard penalty, but it will end up costing them about 25 oh. from where they had the ball. Begin its possession first and 10 on its own 15. All right, so here we go. First and 10, 15-yard line. Mohawk with the football. First drive of the second half, trailing by the touchdown. They hand it off to Colin Barth, running to the right side. He's got some room, and he wiggles up toward the 30-yard line. He's tackled by Alex Harris. Does have a Matthew Chevrolet first down. 14-yard pickup for Barth, and uh, Barth with a total of 40 yards now. It's good for a Mohawk first down on the 28. Yeah, so ball, yeah, right there it is. Spotted at the 28-yard line. Maybe they do just start to get it going on the ground. The first at 10, 28-yard line, Mohawk with the ball down, 14 to 7 early in the third quarter. The handoff to Fry off the snap. And Zayden Fry Zayden gets Fry up to the 33-yard line for a gain of about Tackle five yards. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Mohawk went uh, quite a bit to the uh, run in this half, uh, limiting their passes. They really haven't been successful at all. Uh, just two completions in six attempts and a uh, couple of interceptions. And they have had some pretty good success on the ground. It's just keeping it going and not getting penalties. On a second down and six play, they go right back to the ground with Zayden Fry. Change direction, goes to the right side. Oh, and he tries to break free, but tackled around the 45-yard line. It's all Zach Schaefer over Zach there Schaefer. making that hit for Upper Sandusky. So, yeah, another Matthew Chevrolet first down for Mohawk. 85 yards, nine carries for Zayden Fry. Every time he touches the ball, you just think he might go. He might go. Yeah. See here, first and 10, 45-yard line. Mohawk still on their own side of the field, trailing at 14 to 7. Snap right back to Fry, heads towards the left, has some blockers, heads toward midfield to the 45-yard line, zooms up to the 40 before he's wrapped up from behind and uh, tackled by Evan Hill, but obviously yet another. Matthew Chevrolet first down. Put Satan Fry right at 100 yards for the ball game on 10 carries. Anytime you got a back averaging 10 yards a carry, yeah, you might as well go to that well and until that runs out. 10:04 remaining. Uh, Mohawk trailing with the ball, seven to 14 against these Upper Sandusky Rams in Upper Sandusky territory on the 40-yard line. Three receivers to the right, but direct snap it to Colin Barth. Breaks out of one tackle, but can't get away from them all. Up to the 37, 38-yard line, see where they mark it. But uh, yeah, it could have been a much bigger game. Instead, it was for two yards. Tackle made by Braxton Johnson and Colin Bills. Gain of two, second down and eight. Ryan Dietrich brings the play in from the sideline. Mohawk Warriors break the huddle. Second down and 38. In upper territory, Mohawk with the ball down the touchdown in the third. Handoff to Fry off the snap. Run to the right side. Tackled at the 35-yard line. So Zayden Fry picks up three for Mohawk. And Alex Harris. 
Uh, Persendusky wanting to come up with a stop here on this big third down play, 35-yard line. They have the lead, but Mohawk has the ball and has put, a, put together another nice drive here. They've been able to drive the ball effectively all night long, see if they uh, actually throw it here or if they'll stay with the run. Third and five, just around the 35-yard line. Snap is back to Geary, heads it off Barth. Tries to struggle forward. It looks like he's short, though. Did not quite make it to the 30-yard line. It's what he needed, but we do see the penalty fly. Unfortunately, also a penalty on that. And so that's going to push Mohawk back. They'll get to replay the down. They'll get another crack at it. He was a yard shy of the first down, as you mentioned. But they are going to, it's going to bring up third and about 15 to go for the first down. Saw it right on the interior of the line. I think it was the left guard. And he was holding, trying to keep Marty, or excuse me, uh, Colin Bills out of there. He was able to do it, but unfortunately got the penalty flag in doing so. Third and 15, just inside the 45-yard line across midfield, long snap. And they pitch it over to Gary, runs to the right. And he tucks it and runs it to get all he can. Brought down from behind by Lane Montgomery for Upper Sandusky. So it's uh, at the 40-yard line. Certainly not enough for the first down there. See if they decide to go for it on four. I think they've got the punting team coming out, but a real nice job by Montgomery there. Gary is a very shifty and quick player. And I was surprised to see him uh, able to track him down from behind because he came all the way from the far side of the field and basically chased him down all the way over on the far sideline. From the 39, yes, they are in punt formation with Zayden Fry back there, has the snap, and he puts it up in the air off his right foot, bounces near the 10-yard line, and then comes to a rest. Over Only a 30-yard kick, but very effective uh, in the downing it deep in Upper Sandusky territory. So once again, Upper Sandusky will have a long field. That didn't bother them in the first half, though, when they had a 98-yard drive for a touchdown, including that big 73-yard pass play in the first half. First score of the game for Upper. First and 10 from the 10-yard line. Upper Sandusky leading it 14-7. First drive of the second half. What is happening here? Oh, and it is encroachment on the defense. So walk off five yards. I didn't see anybody jump, so I don't know. Maybe somebody was lined up in the neutral zone. Regardless, first and five. That's exactly right. First and five from the 15-yard line. Upper Sandusky with the football up 14 to seven in the third. A run play. And let's see, I think that's Montgomery who ran at that time. Yeah, I'd be interested to see Montgomery get some more carries uh, after watching him tack, uh, tackle Gary on that previous defensive series. Yeah, exactly right. He's got some speed. Well, second down and five, and now they send it out wide here. Coleman has the snap, goes to the flat, caught by Schaefer, wrapped up from behind by Barth. Colin Barth making the tackle at the 20-yard line, right what he needs for a Matthew Chevrolet first down. 
Six yard pickup. I wasn't sure he got it, but just enough. 6.41 remaining in the third. First and 10, upper Sandusky. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Quarterback for the pistol look. Holman has the snap, looks to his left, fires to the left, caught by Chester, across the 30-yard line, stopped near the 35-yard line. Came, came in among the Mohawk tacklers, along with Nicholas Golig. But yeah, some things definitely clicking in the passing game for upper Sandusky, but unfortunately, we've got a player down. Heyman and Nicholas for an injury. So injury timeout brought to you by the door guys. We'll take that break here. 628 to go. In the third, it's 14 to 7. Upper Sandusky leads Mohawk on Magic 95-9. High school football magic 95-9. 628 to go. In the third quarter, it's 14 to 7. Upper Sandusky maintaining the lead. Unfortunately, a member of the Warriors. Uh, down on the field, being tended to, but oh, he gets up and it's, it's Colin, Colin Barth. Barth. Wow, oof! So the leading tackler for the Mohawk Warriors, Colin Barth, being helped over to uh, the sideline. He's that right foot. He's holding Ooh, it up gosh. off the ground. So a couple of players helping him off the field. Yeah, injuries are tough. That. I know we've had some. Other Warriors who've gone down with injury uh, this season. Avery Stump, he went down in the Hopewell-Loudon game. We saw uh, Jacob Coldiron when he got hurt. Gage Fry, first game of the season. And on the upper Sandusky side, absolutely. Gage Fry, he got hurt. Uh, saw him up uh, in the booth here yeah. before the game. Nice young man. Hate he absolutely it. is. So first and 10, 36-yard line. Upper Sandusky let's go to the football, see what they do here. Trying Warriors, to change up the yeah, play. Showing uh, they want to come up and pressure. Snap handled by Holman, passes up in the air, caught by Hill. The stutter step move, cuts inside, stops at around the 47 yard line. Evan Hill giving up for Sandusky, another first down. Brought to you by Matthew Chevrolet. Caden Holman, 212 yards passing already. Holy smokes. 57 to go, third quarter action. Upper Sandusky with the lead and the ball on the drive. Put together three first downs in a row. From the 48-yard line and a handoff here to Montgomery, breaking loose left side. Stillberger able to hang on, though, and bring him down at the 45-yard line. But, wow, there was uh, some real determination in that round from Lane Montgomery. That seven-yard pickup, though, is there longest run from scrimmage outside of a 17-yarder by Caden Holman in the first half. Rushing bags. On the 45-yard line, second down and three, run play again, Montgomery. Wrapped up by multiple Warriors, including Alex Tice and Kobe Butler. Tackled by Kobe Butler and Jace Margroff. No gain, third down.
Third and three from the 45-yard line. Upper Sandusky at 14 to seven. In the third, Holman takes a snap, throws it on the near side. Goal! Oh, incomplete. Looking for Schaefer, he got turned around. Bryce Hannum on coverage from Omaha. Yeah, I, he, he could have had that pass. I honestly think he lost it in the lights. It was just at the right angle over his outside shoulder. He was looking over his inside shoulder. Had it been there, that would have easily been six. He was five yards beyond the defense when he uh, when that ball was thrown. Nonetheless, we've got fourth down and the punting unit is on. Zayden Fry back to receive for Mohawk. Run off the foot, the right foot of Caden Holman. It is caught by Fry, who looks to run up. Or the right side from the 20-yard line. A stop short of the 25. Multiple Rams there and special teams, including Carson Bearhose. See where they mark the football Barrows ultimately. And Kale Vince. Mohawk will take over first and 10 on its own 23-yard line. 23-yard line. All right. Nine-yard return for Fry there. He's had an outstanding night all around. 4.43 to go, third quarter action. Mohawk trailing, they just got the ball back from the Upper Sandusky Rams. Yeah, so an opportunity as they snap it back. I think of what Gary uh, yeah, just Nathan ran it himself, Gary. Nathan Geary. A pickup of a couple of yards Apple to the 25. And Darren Bigler. It's a gain of two, second down and eight. Yeah, this is where Mohawk wants to take advantage of these opportunities. Got to sustain the drive. Keep it going. The second down and eight from the 25-yard line. Mohawk again down by seven. Quarterback. I oh know they go directly to try to throw and caught by Gary and uh, stopped uh, inside the 35-yard line. So Nathan Gary, normally the quarterback, that time the receiver. And uh, was Fry the quarterback then on that one? Or yeah, Fry, okay. yeah, Fry is the one who threw it. Just enough for the first down for Fry uh, and uh, the connection to Gary, the quarterback turned receiver for that play. Indeed. He would have had a couple more. His left knee, though, just grazed the uh, grass before uh, he was tackled. He tried to get up and go, but of course in high school football, once that knee is down, you're done. There's a 10 from the 33. Gary yep, could not get away right after getting the snap. Aaron Flowers comes in for a first hand Tusky. Mohawk going with their bread and butter, trying to keep it on the ground. Uh, Upper Sandusky, on the other hand, has been able to do nothing on the ground, and they've uh, gone to their bread and butter, trying to keep things in the air and have done a good job so far. So uh, it's just a battle of wills here in the second half to see who's going to come out on top. The second down and 11, 32-yard line. Quarterback Gary's got the snap. The pass up in the air. Oh, and almost intercepted by Schaefer as that one was a bit too high for Zayden Fry. Zayden Fry wants that one back. He had his hands on it, and usually that would have been six, but maybe he was thinking about the end zone rather than hanging on to the ball first. But he was open, had his hands on it, but just threw. And as you mentioned, Schaefer, just couldn't quite come up with the interception there either. He had a he had a decent shot at it after it wobbled through Fry's hands. 
Weasel third down and 11, 32 yard line. Mohawk down by the touchdown in this third quarter. 2.56 remaining in the third. Geary from the gun has the chest high snap. Steps back, throws, sideline up, and it may even be picked off. And I think it was intercepted. Ethan Hill, the sophomore, is able to get in there and pick it off for a percent Dusky. Big, big play right there again. Upper Sandusky's defense has been up to the task, absolutely stifling any hope of a passing attack for the Mohawk Warriors. On their own 30-yard line. With 2.47 remaining in the third quarter, Upper Sandusky taking over the football with that interception, leading it 14-2-7. So first and 10 from the 30. Horace Caden Holman remains in as quarterback. A low snap. Play action. Pass. Count his man. It's Hill across midfield. As in Evan Hill this time. And Hill tackled at around the 43-yard line. Big 27-yard pickup play. They've just been coming in huge, huge chunks here for the Upper Sandusky Rams. Caden Holman does not look like a sophomore quarterback. Oh, he is flat out getting it done with that Matthew Chevrolet first down. Holman with a pistol look, has the snap, looks left, throws left, caught Evan Hill, wants more yards, bounces to the outside, being tackled around the 40, you know, the 38-yard line, I should say. Well, I mentioned at the end of the first half that they probably weren't going to keep Evan Hill down, and they certainly haven't. Three targets in the second half, three receptions after a difficult first half for that young man. Second down and seven for Upper Sandusky. They hand it off to Barrows, and Carson Barrows able to get just a little bit that time, shy of the 35-yard line. Approaching a minute and a half remaining in the third. Upper Sandusky up 14 to seven with the football. Third and three. Coaching staff changing the play once they see the defensive alignment again. All from Nobody the deep, so and she better not let him get beyond Dash you. Schaefer, he's open. He's dashing into the end zone for his second receiving touchdown of the evening. Down, brought to you by First National Bank of Sycamore. Score touchdown for all your banking with First National Bank of Sycamore. Big 42-yard play. Holy cow, it's just been a heck of a first half. He's up almost over 300 yards as that sophomore quarterback. 285 by my stat sheet. Caden Holman, you got to... Definitely give it up for him. Wow, he has just been delivering. It was a rough game last week at Galleon. They didn't get any points, but as we noted, the first two weeks, they were averaging 35 points per game. And uh, yeah, they are back on track, it appears. And the uh, extra point does not go. They 
put in Braden Chester for it that time, and it did not go through. So that caps off that 70-yard Sunshine Insurance Agency scoring drive. And on the Nathan Heisman State Farm scoreboard, it's 20 to 7. Upper Sandusky leads Mohawk. 113 to go, third quarter. This is week four of high school football. Hub Magic 95-9. As we bring you back, high school football, Magic 95 9, 105 remaining, third quarter. Upper Sandusky's lead is 20 to 7 after a connection between Caden Holman and Zach Schaefer once again, that time for 42 yards. So, Kane Heyman with a return for the Mohawk Warriors up to the 40 yard line. So, we've got first and 10 for Mohawk. The Lane. hole's a bit deeper. Lane Montgomery with the touchdown saving tackle there. He almost broke that one. As they go with Geary, he just takes it and runs it. Geary, pickup of maybe three or four yards. Yeah, now they place it down to the 44-yard line, so there it is. Gain of four, so second down. And six, 38 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Gary again, just taking off and running and brought down around the 45-yard line. Again, multiple Rams over there to make the play, including Aaron Flowers, Lane Montgomery. And a few others in there as well. Yeah, Darren Bigler is in there. Third down and five from the 45. And Gary, yeah, he just wants to run it. Oh, takes on the tacklers. That was a tough run there by Nathan Gary. Got up to midfield. So uh, that should be enough for the first down. It is a Matthew Chevrolet first down for Nathan Gary. Tell you what, Nathan Gary's had a tough, tough night, but you cannot question this kid's heart. He just plays all out on every play. So that'll do it for three quarters of plays at the end of three on the Nathan Heinzman State Farm scoreboard. It is Upper Sandusky 20, Mohawk 7. We'll be back for the start of the fourth quarter. Glad you're with us for week number four coverage of high school football. Hot Magic 95-9 on Mohawk as we start off this fourth quarter. Lively atmosphere at Upper Sandusky. Good crowd on hand, both sides. Mohawk traveling with quite a few, and Upper Sandusky, of course, the home team with stands about three quarters full, and they've got a big stands here in Upper Sandusky. And they will win for Alex Tice, and uh, incomplete. So appears that uh, yeah they put uh, yeah, time on the clock for the third. Or, yeah, I'm not sure what happened there because yeah it had no seconds no seconds happened there. Maybe they had one play left and it was just an untimed play. I, I have no Maybe. idea because now they're now they're switching sides. So yeah it must have been. Uh, I didn't see any kind of flag or infraction. I've totally missed it. Yeah, that uh, apparently what it was. So it's an untimed down. So still 12 minutes to go in the ball game and still the fourth quarter yet to play here. And we've got a Donnybrook. Haven't used that word in a while. Well, there you go. <laughs> you were just it's a good contest. Waiting for it. that opportunity. I know, right? Well, yeah, no doubt this is a good contest. Every year it is. And, uh, you know, Upper Sandusky 
Definitely trying to uh, get back on the winning column in this rivalry. I'm not sure where Donnybrook is, but the upper Sandusky River, I do know where that is. You see, Carey uh, took a 20 to 17 lead on Colonel Crawford, so we were expecting that to be a tough game, and uh, it certainly is living up. So now we start off the fourth quarter, 49-yard line. Gary zips a pass to the left side to Heyman, and he slips out of a tackle and makes it inside the 30-yard line. So that was a good-looking play by the Mohawk Warriors. Perhaps caught the Rams a little bit off guard there. Got a 21-yard pickup. Matthew Chevrolet first down. Geary takes it, and then he gets tripped up here in the 25-yard line. That's one of the things you love about watching Nathan Geary play. He never stops competing. He keeps on working out there. Second and uh, five, 25-yard line. Right back to Geary. He runs it himself, takes on the tackler. Ball comes out. Let's see who recovers it here. Looks and like Mohawk. Mohawk. Well, we'll see. Upper pointing their way. No indication yet from the officials. Yep, he's giving Upper Sandusky the ball. Wow. That is rough. So just as when it looked like Mohawk was getting something going, they cough up the football. All right, so we're going the other way with it. Uh, Upper Sandusky with the football, leading at 22-7. Holman with the snap, hands off to Montgomery, and uh, not much room for Lane. Lane Montgomery on the carry. Tackle by Evan Cordell and Alex Tice. No gain, second down and 10. Mohawk needs to come up with something on defense here if they want to stay competitive in this ballgame. For sure, yeah, they change up the uh, cadence, disappear a little bit. Holman taking his time. Now calls for the snap, has it, bobbles it! Lands on it, does look like, but Mohawk was over there as well. Upper Sandusky maintaining possession, or the, the officials, officials again are discussing, are discussing it. it going to say that he was down when he got the ball back. There you go. Oof. That's a loss of five, third down and 15. Wow. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the pressure picking up a little bit here. Third and 15, 28-yard uh, line. Upper Sandusky still got the nice 27 lead, but still plenty of time to go in the fourth. As Holman takes a snap, moving to the right, passes up, and it's intercepted. It's Bryce Hannum who picks off the ball for the Mohawk Warriors. So the visitors from Sycamore right back in business. Just what the medicine man ordered for the Warriors. Well, this is just the opposite of what uh, both coaches were talking about. Uh, you know, you got to take care of the football. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, just... A bunch of turnovers going on. And sure, some of those are, are strong plays by the defense, but uh, wow, an opportunity for Mohawk. 
First and 10. Gary back in at quarterback. Slings it over the middle, and that one tipped down and falls incomplete. Good hand by Carson Alban, junior linebacker, 190-pounder. Yeah. Got his right hand on it. He sure did. Whew. And penalty flag down. I didn't even notice that, so it's going to be a holding against Mohawk. So just cannot get anything at all going in the passing game. So now That's you really a, what it is, yeah. Got a first and probably 23. Still send out four receivers in this pattern. From the 43-yard line, first and long pass caught by Kane Heyman. And he's upended near the 35-yard line. Eight-yard pickup. On the second down play, Gary keeps it himself for the Mohawk Warriors. This time he does make sure to hold on uh, to that football. Looked like uh, Carson Alvin was in there for Upper Sandusky to make the tackle. So third and long. And Gary passed. Oh, and Tice could not hold on to it. Uh, yeah, there was some tough contact right as he was trying to catch that football. So it does fall incomplete. Imagine that the Mohawk wants to go for it here on fourth down. Ball at the 27 yard line. Battling the clock and the Rams. Fourth and nine. Geary from the gun has the snap. Runs up the middle, no way. Not getting away from Colin Bills at the 30-yard line, and Bills is fired up, and he gets a congratulations from his teammates. An excellent play defensively. There is a penalty flag down on the field. It's a hold against Mohawk. It's going to be declined, and the upper Sandusky Rams maintain the ball on the turnover. The Rams will take over first and 10 on their own 30. So... Two out of the last three plays have been Nathan Gary fumbles. First and 10 from the 30-yard line. Holman hands off. Barrows. Carson Barrows barreling through across the 35-yard line up to about the 37. So you think about, yeah, Upper Sandusky having to uh, shuffle some players around given that uh, they don't have Aiden Gallant, who's available tonight to run the football. They don't have Noah Hale. Obviously, we talked about Gage Fry. He's unfortunately done for the season with the ACL injury. But other guys have been stepping up. The second down. And a fake handoff here. Here's the run for Holman up to the 45-yard line. And that's the Matthew Chevrolet first down for Upper Sandusky. Yeah, Holman's just been making some tremendous decisions out there. He's had one heck of a night. 
Well, as his offensive coordinator, Seth Fitzgerald, was talking about, if he just makes his reads, let the game come to him without trying to do too much, he's able to do some special things. We're seeing it. 45-yard line, first and 10. Holman hands off to Barrows, midfield, 45-yard line. He's tackled by Kane Heyman. Another Matthew Chevrolet first down for upper Sandusky to the 44. 25 yards on seven carries for Carson Barrows. Came in with 62 yards on the season, so he's looking to top the century mark here in the second half tonight. First and 10, 44-yard line. Upper Sandusky with the lead and the ball. Fourth quarter to Barrows, wrapped up by Ryan Emshoff for the Mohawk Warriors. Emshoff says no, not on my watch. Tackle for loss there. We're heading toward the seven minutes mark of this fourth quarter. So second down and 11, 45 yard line. Across midfield, upper Sandusky with the ball, leading it 22-7. It's a pistol look here for Holman. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. The near side receiver is Schaefer. Holman looking over toward his sideline, taking his time. 10 seconds on the play clock. He approaches. Cole for the ball, has the low knee-high snap, hands it off to Barrows, runs around the right side, and Carson gets what he can across the 45-yard line to the 43. Preliminary indication on a flag from the far side is holding. Yeah, and they're going to have to reset the clock. Uh, it's about six or seven seconds ticked off upstairs. So yeah, it's gonna be the hold, just as you noted. 6.34 is what they want to put back on the clock, so adding nine seconds. And that will allow them to repeat the down, but this time with more real estate in front of them, second and 18. There we go from the 48-yard uh, line. Back in their own territory, Upper Sandusky after the penalty. Holman from the pistol in two receivers to the right, two to the left. Chester in motion. Quarterback has the snap, makes the handoff, throws it. Right side, whoa, whoa, complete a reach for that one, Evan Hill. So Evan Hill coming into this game as the leading receiver for Upper Sandusky, but still seeking his first touchdown of the season. That's the first time that they've targeted him, and he has missed in the second half. That one just overthrown. He didn't have a real chance at that one. Gave it a good effort. So we got third and long from the 48-yard line. Snap back to Holman, and he fakes the handoff to Barrows. Holman coming around the left side. Slips through a tackle by Haven. Oh, and on the sideline, still moving. Puts on the Jets, and he heads to the end zone. Oh, my word. 52 yards on the run for Caden Holman. And the upper Sandusky Rams starting to break things open at home. 
52 yards around the left side. Couple of real nice jukes down the sideline. He had a man out there that could have tackled him, but he faked going back into the middle and cut left on two different occasions, making it all the way down the sideline. It's a first touchdown brought to you by the First National Bank of Sycamore. They bring back in Braden Chester. And this time, he's able to tack on the point after, including that Sunshine Insurance Agency scoring drive. I think that was a 70-yard drive right there. So, wow, Upper Sandusky just continuing to bring it on the Nathan Heisman State Farm scoreboard. It's Upper Sandusky 27, Bohawk 7, 618 to go in the fourth. This is high school football on Magic 95.9. Use Chevrolet High School Game of the Week. High School Football Magic 95.9, Zayden Fry on the return of the kickoff. Makes it across the 35-yard line. Well, they would love to get a spark here, but uh, yeah, time starting to run out. Down 27-7 to with 6.09 to go. Just a tremendous performance for Upper Sandusky. But the game is not over. We know Bohawk has got to continue to battle. They're going to continue to fight out there. But yeah, gotta get some things going on offense. It's an incredible breakout performance for Caden Holman. I mean, we saw some signs in game one, but this has just been an incredible performance by that sophomore. First and 10, 37 yard line for Mohawk. Warriors need some points. Handed off to Zayden Fry, goes around the left side, runs into a gang of tacklers around the 42 yard line. And unfortunately, Mohawks to the point where they're going to have to come up with some passing, and it just has not worked against this Upper Sandusky secondary and defense tonight. They've been all over everything. Good pressure up front by the defensive line and the linebackers on the occasional blitz. They haven't really needed it. The defensive line has done the lion's share of the work getting back there to the quarterback. Well, brings on second and five, 42-yard line. And it's time going on the ground with Fry, directly snapping it to Hannum that time. Bryce Hannum working it. Tackled by Alex Harris and Lee Montgomery, third down. And up to the 45-yard uh, line. Clock continuing to move. That's the challenging aspect of uh, taking this type of time if you're a Mohawk. Under five to play in the fourth. Mohawk with the ball, trailing at 27-2-7. Third down and two. Hand off to Fry. Oh, unable to get away. It looked like Darren Bigler was in there, but the flags fly in. I think you might have a face mask there, the way his head whipped around. So I believe that's going to be a first down for the Mohawk Warriors. We will see yeah, what the indication wow. is. It, yeah, that's the indication. You're right, face mask. Ooh. Dangerous, dangerous thing there. Don't think it was intentional at all. Just reaching out for a player, and unfortunately, that's a grabbable device. Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, right. And then a number of times in which uh, players aren't necessarily uh, aiming for that, but. Uh, and will it be first down? First down. Yeah, they're calling it a non-intentional face mask, and I agree with that assessment by the official, but it is going to be a first down as the ball's placed right to the first down yardage needed. There you go, 435 remaining. Hannum continues at quarterback. 
First to 10, 47 yard line. Hannum puts up a pass caught by Fry. Immediately brought down by Evan Hill for Upper Sandusky. So it doesn't look like there's any gain on that one. Uh, gain of one, second down and nine. All right, put a yard on it. So we got second down and nine here for the uh, Mohawk Warriors. Snapping it back here to Hannum under pressure. The pass release it caught by Heyman. Kane Heyman able to get across the 45 yard line. Derek Bigler and they're on a tackle for upper Sandusky. Not enough for a first. Very close, one yard to go. Heyman, Holman having a nice uh, first night for a freshman he's been just doing all kinds of things all over the place uh, it's 81 yards now in receptions wow it's been a lone bright spot in the receiving core third and one handoff rise got the first down tries to get more knocked down around the 38 yard line but it is enough for the matthew chevrolet first down just trying to get the sticks moving 117 yards on 15 carries for zayden fry and he's had number of nice returns as well. Real nice night for him as we're used to seeing out of Zayden Fry. First and 10. Bryce Hannum has the snap, unwinds it, throws it incomplete, falls incomplete. Actually, the closest one over there was a defensive back for Upper Sandusky, so perhaps a little bit of miscommunication right there. But uh, yeah, they're throwing in Bryce Hannum uh, to play quarterback right now. It's been a rough night for the starter, Nathan Geary. And uh, Hannum last season didn't play uh, a football. He did as a freshman, and last season he uh, was with the golf team, and uh, he decided to return to football, and now he finds himself the quarterback for Mohawk with 2.52 remaining in this fourth quarter, trailing at 27-2-7. As a snap, throws over the middle, caught by Fry. He's got some blockers. He sure does. Keeps on running. He's got a chance. Into the five-yard line to the end zone. It's a touchdown for Zayden Fry. So hold on now. This game is not over. Some things still have to happen for this team, such as onside kicks. But 27 to 16 with that touchdown. Brought to you by First National Bank of Sycamore. What was that, uh, 38 yards? 38 yards, 71 yards on the touchdown. And Fry again, very nicely designed play. They had three wideouts on the left. Fry was in at a slot position. They throw the ball to him just off the uh, left side of the line, and he followed those blockers that I mentioned were out front. Great job if you're a receiver. You got to maintain those blocks downfield, and that's hard to do without coming up with a holding penalty. The Mohawk Warriors showing no quit here. No, but the extra point, yeah, I think that's partially blocked right there. Heyman's trying for it. I think Evan Hill got a hand on it, not positive. Yeah, it was, they're congratulating him over there. Got his big left hand up, and that's
that's gotta hurt when it, you get kicked by a ball <laughs> that close <laughs> that close i know right like have all that sunshine insurance agency scoring drive so on the nathan eyes of state farm scoreboard 27 to 13 upper sandusky leads mohawk 241 to go in the fourth high school football love magic 95-9 High school football, Magic 95-9, 2.41 to go in the fourth quarter. It's Upper Sandusky leading 27-13. Well, they're expecting the onside kick here. They've got 10 of their 11 men up within about uh, 15 yards of the kickoff line, and with the score 27-13, you'd expect that. That's what they try, but Good hands. quickly recovered. Is that uh, Alex Harris? Who is that? Uh, no, no, Ethan Hill. I beg your pardon. Ethan Hill for Upper Sandusky. So Upper Sandusky going to try to kill some clock as possible. And, uh, well, it would be a big win for Upper Sandusky if they're able to hold on and pull it off. But how about Carey getting the big win tonight over Colonel Crawford, 35-17? to 17. We'll talk about that more later as the night goes along. On the 48-yard line. In motion is handed off, run play. He has Lane Montgomery Lane not worrying so Gary. much about gaining the yards, trying to hang on to the ball exactly. and let that clock tick. Jace Margroff able to uh, hang in there. Timeout called by the Mohawk Warriors here with uh, their first of the three timeouts of the second half. Second and 10 to go, 2.33 to go in this ball game, and then trailing by 14 are the Mohawk Warriors, Upper Sandusky with the upper hand. And this touchdown brought to you by the door guy. So, uh, yeah, since uh, we have a moment, yeah, how about uh, that win by Carey? Uh, Taking down the reigning N10 champions tonight, 35 to 17. So, just in case you thought anything was going to be easy in the N10 conference this year, <laughs> exactly. Again. Oh my goodness! So, uh, yeah, of course uh, we're looking at uh, going to carry uh, next week. Yeah, They'll so host these same Mohawk Warriors. Yes, they will. Tough, Ooh tough road for Mohawk. Does not get any easier. All right, so now the timeout, second down and 10, 48-yard line. Snap it back. They give it up to Gavin Fry, cross midfield, wrapped up by Kane Heyman. This one's going to come back. He got a holding penalty on the left side of the line. Clock needs to stop also. I think they may have to put a couple more seconds back on the clock. See what the indication is from the official. I'll be the most surprised person here if it's not holding. Well, it looks like we're about to find out. Well, they're going to mark it off before they tell us, so that's a bit of a mystery. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, it is a hold. It's like Penn and Teller, you know? We want to see it first and then figure out how they did it <laughs> right daniel ken our referee tonight yeah he might have been wondering about that himself like hey you know there let you me go. do what i gotta do here <laughs> second down 21. trying to figure out what to put back on the clock and Two thirty. 
Two yep. three zero. That there is, is the call. Right. All right. That's pretty good. I, I'm usually not that good at seeing the clock going extra. That's twice tonight. Two and two out of two. There you go. Yes. So it happens. And uh, what's happening here? They stopped play. They stopped them from starting play because Mohawks like we're getting another a timeout. timeout here. Well, that's bizarre. Well, so we'll take it. Yeah, okay, timeout brought so. to you by the door guys. Two and a half remaining in the fourth. 27 to 13. Upper Sandusky leads Mohawk on Magic 95. Nine. On the second down and 21, Holman takes the handoff, runs to the right side, goes across the. 40-yard line from the 37. So I think they're marking it right at the 40-yard line for a gain of three. Seventy yards, seven carries for Caden Holman. Of course, the big one, the 52-yard touchdown on his previous carry. Also, uh, over 300 yards passing for that young man. Holy cow! What a That's what a what a performance he's shown. A sophomore, he looks like a senior uh, in the playoffs. I mean, it's just been an amazing performance so far against these Mohawk Warriors. This is a tough team, the Mohawk Warriors. They don't typically allow much of anything uh, rushing-wise, and of course, we saw that for the most part tonight. But then, uh, passing-wise, another story. Yeah, yes, it certainly is. And, uh, yeah, they, you I know, had, they don't make excuses, but, yeah, they they clearly have to figure some things out. I had 13 yards rushing in the first half for the entire Upper Sandusky team, and, you know, the second half's been a little bit more, but, uh, you know, they're playing strictly pass pretty much, and that's opened up a little bit of the run. Now, of course, everyone knows they want to run the ball just to kill the clock. Third down and 18 from the 41-yard line. Upper Sandusky trying to finish off a win at home. A little pop pass to Evan Hill. Bounces to the outside. Tackles it. He stay in bounds to see he came. I think you're going to get an illegal block below the knees. Ooh, okay. Uh, and that's going to bring this one back. I didn't well, see who the... They did call a hold. I don't know if there was another call as well. I did see a okay. hold call. That's fine. Either, either way... Uh, Mohawk Warrior uh, was cut down there. So declining the hold. Just Absolutely. Fourth down. Bringing up fourth down, so they got to spot it back to the spot of the foul. Good job by the line judge holding his position because the other referee had started to mark it off, but it is fourth down, so that will bring out the punting unit for... Oh, never mind. It's changing. No, it's not. Here we go. All right. So it will be a punt. See if they'll try to block this one here or just set up the return. They don't have anybody back for the return, so I guess they're trying to block this one. They are coming. That is true. Let's see with 154 remaining in the fourth. The snap is back. Oh, and then the flag comes out. Offside. Nope, That's procedure. Legal procedure, yeah. So move it back another five <laughs> yards. That, that actually may be a fortunate penalty for the Rams because coming in unblocked was Kane Heyman, and I pretty th pretty much think he would have blocked that punt had that not uh, gotten a penalty there. So one of the few times a penalty might work to your advantage. Still nobody back in safety for the Mohawk Warriors. 
They do not block it. Good kick. Holman with the high punt, bounces around the 25-yard line, comes to a rest around the 23. All right, so 137 remaining. And trailing 27 to 13, Mohawk. So we'll see the, the sense of urgency that they uh, go with here because, yeah, they cannot afford to take up a lot of time. They got to get down the field quickly. Get down the field quickly, make your extra point, and Upper Sandusky calling for a timeout here. All right, so we'll take the break. Brought to you by the door, guys. 137 to go in the four, 27 to 13. Upper Sandusky leads Mohawk up Magic, 95-9. High school football, Magic 95-9 for the 23 first and 10. Oh, a laser pass. That is complete. That uh, Alex Tice who caught that one. It was Tice. Yes. So Tice from Hannum again. Bryce Hannum, he is playing with some confidence now. 20-yard pickup. Nice play there. They've got to move. First and 10 from the 43-yard line. Yes, it's Hannum. Sets up the throw, and it's incomplete at midfield. Miscommunication on that route. I think uh, Tyson was doing a curl pattern in, and it looked like uh, either he should have been out or Heyman was in the area also, so I'm not sure who that was intended for. Yeah, that, uh, the, that's, that was my thought as well. Like, yeah, seeing just Kane Heyman who was over there. So second down and uh, 10, 43-yard line. Trailing it, 27 to 13, the quarterback, Hannum, the pass, left side, incomplete to Heyman. He tried to stretch forward for that ball around the 47-yard line, stops the clock at 116. Hannum, Hannum with a good arm, he's completed a pass for 43 yards, 38 yards, and 20 yards. Total of 91 for the night. Three out of six on my scorebook. Third down and 10 from the 43. And yeah, let's see the quarterback, Hannum, under pressure, wrapped up. Looked like DJ Goulding was in there and brought him down. Goulding and Carson Albin. Pretty much the whole house came there. They had all down linemen and then all the linebackers as well. Final minute could be the final play for Mohawk. Fourth down and 10. Long pass attempt. Hannum, nobody home as Heyman could not break free. But did a flag come out? Yep, on the far sideline, on the 40-yard line, is Whoa. it interference? That would be uh, offensive interference or defense? Defense. It's against the defense. So not quite done yet. Penalty, yeah. Wow. Fourth and 15 to go. You get the 15-yard penalty, and then I believe this should be a first down. Yeah, it did, it, to me, that's exactly what they needed to get the first down. It is. Yeah, that's what they have called. So wow. Matthew Chevrolet first down on a pass interference. Now the upper Sandusky coaching staff just loves to see that not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> From the 47. 
All right, low snap handled by Hannum. Pass over the middle. Uh-oh, I think that's intercepted. And it was, looks like it's Zach Schaefer. What a night he's had. And that's going to most likely do it. With only 39 seconds left, there's really nothing that Mohawk could do to get the football back. Should be one snap of the ball and maybe two, but chances are it'll just be one snap and it'll be over. So look for the victory formation here. They're lining up in a punt formation. Oh no, it's just a, <laughs> it's just a victory formation. They're gonna snap the ball back to the quarterback. He's gonna take he a takes knee. Takes that knee. Takes about a six yard loss. And that's, yeah. Hurts his stat line, but he'll take the victory every day of the week. That's really the key. Yes, exactly. So no reason to uh, snap it again. And how about this? Uh, quite an effort for the upper Sandusky Rams, the Mohawk Warriors. Victors for six straight in this series, but that streak comes to an end tonight. It is over. The Upper Sandusky Rams win it 27 to 13 on the visiting Mohawk Warriors, so they improve to 500 on the season at two and two.